Good evening dudes and dudettes, chip and chipettes, this is Chippy Chips, the podcast for chip to music. I am Richard Higton, better known as the 90s video game dude, yes, that guy who goes on the YouTubes and puts on a crappy American accent and reviews video games for some reason, what's for some, just for some reason, for his own perverted amusement. Um, so yes, I've decided to do a podcast on chiptune music. Why, I hear you ask? Well, because I like chiptune music and I have a full respect for the composers. And yes, I did say composers, not uh, musicians or whatever, because I am comparing them to the to the composers who made like movie soundtracks and um, classical music. Because these artists, these composers need to have some respect because what they were doing in the late 70s the 80s and the 90s was making cinematic music epic cinematic music um with very very limited technology and that is not easy to do and some of these the best artists managed to get the best out of limited technology and make music which moved people and are still remembered fondly today now if you're in your 30s very late 20s or your 30s um and older of course um this was the basic soundtrack to your youth if you played video games if you're in your 20s now then you were, you grew up with the playstation and of course with the playstation um came the CD drive and of course with that came CD quality music and of course um, brackets exclamation marks not exclamation marks I'm trying to think of the word but twitchy fingers thing the two thing things quotation marks that's what I'm talking about um, real music but for us older people chiptune was part of our life and it's often overlooked as an, as an electronic musical genre and I think it needs a bit more respect than that. So this is how the show is going to play out. Every week we're going to have highlight, we're going to highlight a individual composer from the world of chiptune music. Now they could be from Japan, they could be from Britain, they could be from anywhere in the world. If they stood out and have a good body of work and they are recognised um, as being one of the forefront of the genre back um, in its heyday, then it is a possibility that they will be featured on this show. Um, not only that, we shall also be um, highlighting a one artist who was influential to the artists that came after them. The artists that influenced the people who made this music. And lastly, we're going to have a band or artist who has been influenced by the people who made chiptune music and made video game music back in the day. So, without further ado, let's crack on with it. This week, we are highlighting the man, the myth, the legend that is Yuzo Koshiro. Now, Yuzo Koshiro is around a 
about in his 40s I believe yes 46 born in 1967 uh, and he's been making chiptune music since the mid 80s and his late teens now this first track that we're going to play to your wonderful wonderful ears is from the very first game he worked on back in 1986 and was actually originally part of a demo tape that he sent in to um, companies to show off his talents. Now the game we're talking about is Xanadu Scenario 2 which was originally released on the MSX and um, I believe it was also released, yes it was on the Japanese only PC 800 range, like the PC 800, 1, 8801, the 9801, uh, and of course the MSX um, and the FM7, FM77 systems, and of course it was ported to many consoles later on in the form of uh, compilation discs and whatnot. But this is from 1986. Now, Xanadu Scenario 2 was an expansion pack for the very first Xanadu game. Uh, so basically you needed to have the first Xanadu game to play it. But this track is um, the opening um, theme from Xanadu Scenario 2. Released in 1986, one of the very first things that uh, Yuzo Koshiro ever worked on. So uh, let's stick it on, eh? Let's stick it on.
Okay, so that was the opening theme from Xanadu Scenario 2 on the PC-88. Now, to call Mr. Koshiro Koshiro-san a prolific man is an understatement. He has worked on many, many games in his near 30-year career. Um, check this, check this for a list of um, accomplishments, a list of credits, if you will. Romancia, Ease, Legacy of the Wizard, Space Harrier, uh, Gate of Labyrinth, uh, Return of Ishtar, Revenge of Shinobi, Misty Blue, Act Tracer, uh, Streets of Rage, the 8-bit version of Sonic the Hedgehog, Super Adventure Island, Batman Returns on the Master System. He Well, he worked as a sound manager on that, I believe, but he did work on it. Eye of the Beholder, um, Zork, Legend of Oasis, Shenmue, uh, Amazing Island, and up to the present day where he's been doing his music on like Semps, Dragon, and Wanga, Min Midnight Maximum, uh, Team 5, and uh, Leighton Brothers Mystery Room, I believe, as well. Uh, oh, and he did the music to Kid Icarus Uprising on the 3DS as well. So he has done some amazing pieces of music for video games. So it, with that, I'm going on to the second track. And this is from uh, 1987. And on the... Uh, where am I? Yes, that's right. 1987 uh, for the Master System and later... The MSX, I believe. No, no, sorry, not MSX. The PC Engine and the TurboGrafx-16. Uh, this is from Ease. Ancient Ease Vanished. Um, there's also Ease for Vanished Omens or the Ancient Land of Ease, depending on which system you are playing it on. Now, the second track, track, track is the first step towards war from... Uh, ease 2 uh, is it Ease 2? No. no it's not, it's from Ease it's from Ease. I'm talking absolute bollocks as um, people who know me know I do yes this is from Ease This is. Um, it was on the Ease 1 and Ease 2 compilation which came out for the PC Engine and this is the version which I'm going to play which isn't strictly chiptune but it was originally a chiptune piece um, on the Master System version but uh, I'm going to play the PC Engine version which is a more orchestral version uh, and came on the, the CD and this is from the 1989 release um, of Ease and Ease 2 so yes this is uh, First Steps Into Wars uh, by Yuzo Koshiro from Ease
There you go, first step towards Wars from Ease 1, composed of course by Yuzo Koshiro and released in 1987. So, moving on, the next track is from a Super Nintendo game, released uh, first in 1990 in Japan, 91 in North America and 92 in Europe. Uh, it's from Actraiser, which was one of the first games to be released on the SNES back in the day. It was subsequently released on the, the Virtual Console in around 2007, and even got a mobile phone version in 2004. But yes, this is Actraiser, a um, action, side-scrolling sort of action game. Had a few um, overhead simulation modes on it as well. But uh, this track is the opening theme from Actraiser and if you never played Actraiser it is well worth your time a quality quality game but we're not here to talk about the game we're here to talk about the music and this is the opening theme from Actraiser uh, all 2 minutes 35 of it so I hope you enjoyed this one because I did <laughs> <laughs> that lovely, lovely, lovely SNES sound. I don't think 16-bit uh, 
uh, music got any better than what came out of the snares lovely lovely warm sounding um, music and some of the greatest soundtracks of gaming came from Nintendo's 16-bit behemoth um, now who doesn't like to punch a motherfucker in the face I know I do especially if they deserve it and that's why uh, our next game and next tune uh, was so popular yes indeed Streets of Rage 2 and possibly the greatest single piece of work that Yuzo Koshiro ever did the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack is just a masterpiece and uh, it's a lot different to the previous uh, music that you've heard because it was very techno-y it was very very modern back in the 92 when it was first released and it really is just brilliant you, but now you can see where he's he has blatantly nicked music um, from the the techno electronic bands of of the day because of course back in 89 when the old whole acid house um, movement kicked off um, which of course spawned the prodigy who then of course spawned bands like the shaman and um, lots of other bands who were just basically doing that music and it seems to me that Yuzo Koshiro was a big fan of some of those bands and you can hear it in the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack now the track I've chosen um, is from I believe it's the 7th level on Streets of Rage 2 and it's called Expander which is just ace and I can't uh, emphasize uh, how much I think it's ace. Street Space 2 is my person personally is my favorite soundtrack of all time and it just never ever gets old and it just brings back lovely rose-colored memories um, to my cerebral cortex and I get just a little bit hard from listening to it so you don't really want to listen to be jabbering on about my massive erection so I'm going to go on and play this track yes this is Streets of Rage from the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack this is Expander and oh it's lovely
Fucking hell, that's good. Jeez, Louise, yes. Expander from the Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack. Now, earlier I was talking about the Super Nintendo sound chip and how it just made lovely, warm uh, music and was basically perfect for like the RPGs that were prevalent on the system. And the poor old Mega Drive gets a bit of a rough deal for its sound chip. It wasn't great. It was nowhere near as good as the Super Nintendo's. However, Yuzo Koshiro made so he just made it, it sound like it was I don't know, it was just like C D quality music. That's Streets of Rage 2 soundtrack. Um I wouldn't have thought possible on the Mega Drive. But it was. And he really pushed it to its limits with that and it's fucking brilliant. Um, our last uh, Koshiro track is another one from the Mega Drive, and it's from Beyond Oasis, um, which was it was called Beyond Oasis uh, in the States, and of course over here and in Japan it was called The Story of Thor. Now the track I'm going to play is uh, let me have a look <coughs> uh, from the Water Cave, uh, and it's been a long, long time since I played Story of Thor Stroke Beyond Oasis and it was uh, another sort of action-adventure RPG sort of game a little in the um, the vein of Zelda and yeah it was a lovely game and it's a bit hard to find nowadays and you'll pay a reasonable amount for it if you want it but it's well worth grabbing if you get the chance so yes this is our last track from Yuzo Koshiro, it's uh, from Beyond Oasis, Stroke, Story of Thor, and it's the Water Cave music.
But yes, that was Beyond Oasis, Stroke the Story of Thor with the Water Cave music. And that is the last track from Yuzo Koshiro, which I am going to be playing tonight. Yes, that was from uh, 1994, uh, originally in 95 in the European Union and uh, America on, of course, the Sega Mega Drive Stroke Genesis. So... We have a lot to thank Yuzo Koshiro for. Some really, really great game soundtracks um, for oh, for nearly 30 years now, from 1986 to 2014, which we're in now. So, uh, 18 years of quality, quality tunes. And thank you, Yuzo Koshiro. But, of course, Yuzo Koshiro would have to thank um, my next... Um, artists which I'm going to play now they didn't directly influence um, his style of music but they did influence um, a lot of video game music makers and they are uh, of course the Yellow Magic Orchestra YMO and they were and still are I believe are still this I think they're still together uh, a Japanese electronic um, music band, and they're basically the electri the Japanese craftwork. They were formed in 1977, and their music is just incredible. And for about three or four years, from 77 um, up until the early 80s, they were huge. And I mean huge. They were like a and a massive, uh, massive um, icons of electronic music in Japan and all over the world. Uh, the track I'm going to play you is called, and don't laugh because it means something different in Japan, called Tongpu. And it is a quality, quality tune. And you can tell when you listen to it... Um, how much of an influence it was on some of those early um, chiptune compositions and the early game soundtracks. Um, the basically YMO were um, Harumi Hozono, Yuki Hiro Takahashi, and Ryuchi Sakamoto, and they just created masterpieces and were really, really. Uh, pioneering some really amazing synth work and I absolutely love them. I first heard them about five years ago and fell in love with them straight away. So I'm going to play you Tong Pu by Yellow Magic Orchestra and it's six minutes 15 seconds long so pause, grab yourself a cup of tea, put your headphones on if you haven't already because you really need to Listen to this because it's brilliant.
So yes, there was Tongpu by the Yellow Magic Orchestra, released in 1978 on the album, um, well, the self-titled album Yellow Magic Orchestra. And it is a beauty. Yes, that was our influential track of the week by the Yellow Magic Orchestra. So, from one P person or one band influencing another artist to that artist influencing another. And our last track of the evening is our track of today. Now, this is a band who I was, who were brought to my attention by Mr. Harry Yak, Harold Rutherford Yak from Retro Unlim. And they are a band called Go to 80. Uh, this track is called Ball, Ball Cactus. Can't get my words out today. Which is hard and not exactly brilliant on a podcast, but I am trying. Yes, Go to 80 with Ball Cactus. Now, Go to 80 have been around um, since 1992. So, around the sort of uh, time where a lot of this really really great music was uh, being brought out and it's basically a guy called Anders Carlsen and he's from Varberg in Sweden and uh, his instrument is a QWERTY keyboard and that is all he needs and he's been making chip music for a long long time around about 22 years as you can if you've done the math from 1992 to 2014 is indeed 22 years and he's actually only about a month older than me born in 1981 in the february um so yes this is bull cactus from go to 80 uh, uh track of the present and uh it's really really nice to see um artists still using chips and going game boys and nezzers and commodore 64s and all sorts of retro computers to make um still make music and um it just shows that this this genre is not dead and i don't think it ever will and it needs a little bit more spotlight because the bands that are out now like Anamanaguchi um uh freeze pop to a extent um although they have done more um <coughs> instrument based music uh but bands such as that who were using um computers to make music and old video game systems to make music um, are really still pushing the boundaries of what can be done on these ancient systems so yes this is go to 80 with bull cactus and this is our last track of the night
Yes, there we go. Go to 80 with Bull Cactus. And I'm afraid that is all we have time for this week on wonderful, wonderful Chippy Chips. I really hope you have enjoyed this um, foray into the world of chiptune music. And hopefully we should be back at another time for more uh, chippy chip style action and fun. I'm the 90s video game dude Richard Hickton and good night to you all.